Welcome to the Disrupting Obesity Podcast. I'm Charlotte Skeins, and I'll be sharing ways to regain control over your body and lose an extreme amount of weight naturally. Being fat is about so much more than just the food. It's about your relationship with food. That means that dealing with your weight is about more than just the food too. You have to change that relationship. You have to start disrupting obesity. I'm not going to bury the lead here. I hate cheat days. I hate them. I think they are completely unnecessary, totally counterproductive, and no matter how well-intentioned they are, cheat days are still dangerous. They're also not a good way to motivate yourself. As much as it seems like a great idea that it'll keep you in line all week and make things easier, cheat days are actually a very treacherous carrot to dangle in front of yourself, and I advocate against them every single chance I get. You shouldn't need cheat days. The whole point is to eat whatever you want, just less of it. And when you're doing that mindfully, cheat days aren't necessary at all. I also don't like cheat days because they set up certain foods as the enemy, and that's very counterproductive to a long-term strategy. You shouldn't ever be feeling so deprived that you need to binge on those so-called bad things to eat. Food isn't your enemy. It's not about the food. It's about your relationship with food. And any relationship that involves cheating is on shaky ground. You don't need to wait until Friday to have pizza. If you want it, have it. Track it. Adjust the rest of your day and move on. You don't have to wait for a special day of the week or the month to eat something. Please don't do that. Because what's going to happen when you hit your goal weight or you start to get close to it? If you've been rewarding yourself all along with forbidden foods, how tempting are they going to be once you get there? And how badly are you going to want to reward yourself for losing the weight? Focus on the calories, not the food. Build the confidence that success breeds first. Keep making small changes. From a mindset perspective, it's really important to avoid treats. You can have whatever you want, just less of it, and just don't call it a treat. Food isn't your go-to reward mechanism anymore. It's something you eat. And just like you don't want to think of food as the enemy, you also want to avoid thinking of it as this golden-hued plate of whatever up on a pedestal that you can have once you achieve whatever arbitrary goal you've set for yourself. It's just a cupcake. If you want one, cool. Have more broccoli at lunch and skip the cheese sauce. Whatever. Demonizing food and glorifying it are just two sides of the same coin, and neither one of them is great in toss. You shouldn't need cheat days. That's why you have just less of it. You shouldn't feel so deprived that you cheat. And it's the language around this that's a problem as much as it's anything else. Cheating's bad, right? Culturally, that's how we've got it weighted. Cheating is bad. stick and fidelity are good. Now, sure, it kind of feels good when you think you're getting away with something, but in this case, you're cheating on yourself. The only person you're letting down is you. I don't like that being the reward. It's counterproductive. And really, I mean, cheat days, they're set up by the industry as this massive, shiny reward that you work all week to win. Win what? Win not losing any weight that week? Win getting to repeat an old pattern? Win reinforcing the habits and choices that got you here? What's the win? I mean, short term, sure. You get to eat like you used to. And for people who are heavily restricting all week long, you finally get to eat what you want. So, okay, fine. I guess I can see it from that type of a perspective. But where's the long-term win? Or really even the win beyond that moment that you get to eat your cheat meal? I just don't, I don't see it. I want you to be building yourself up 
And cheat days aren't what's going to get you there. Over the long run, instead of building you up, cheat days are actually going to wear you out and tear you down. For a slightly overweight person, cheat days might be fine. I'm not completely sure how, given the math involved, but it really doesn't matter because that's not the case here. You've logged hundreds of cheat days already. You've had all kinds of days where you ate whatever you wanted and however much of it you wanted. You might not have been calling them cheat days or even cheat meals at the time, but looking back and through this perspective, that's exactly what they were. And I'm sorry, but why on earth would you want to extend this process? Especially when you don't have to, because ultimately that's what cheat days are doing. They're adding time. Every day you cheat on yourself now is at least one day you're going to have to spend still doing this later on down the road. Psychologically, if you're only eating celery and mung beans all week long, I can see why you'd be ready to snap by the weekend and you'd need to have a cheat day. But that's because the diet isn't sustainable. That's the whole problem with restrictive diets right there. So don't do that. Small, sustainable, and incremental changes instead. I know coming down on cheat days isn't very popular. I get it. This whole concept seems to be built in to diet culture right now, but it's toxic. Food should not be used as a reward in this way. Maybe if you've always had a healthy relationship with food, fine, but when you're obese, it's a very different story. If you lose your weight while continuing to reward yourself with food like this, I believe you're setting yourself up to fail. Those forbidden foods are only going to seem more tempting once you've earned them. Another thing with cheat days is they absolutely make some foods the enemy while putting other foods up on a pedestal. And that's just no. Just no. All of that is totally counterproductive to the mindset work that you need to be doing. Food isn't good or bad. It's just food. It doesn't have feelings. You do. And you shouldn't be making yourself feel so deprived that you need cheat days. You shouldn't feel like you have to behave all week long so that you can misbehave on the weekends. Binging is out. If you want something, have it. Track it. You can adjust your day and move on. And really, cheat days turn into binges for so many of us. They're just planned binges instead of spontaneous ones. If we call them binge days or binge meals, maybe people would hesitate a little bit more. It's a super small shift in language, but it's a pretty big shift in implications and connotation for your mindset. I was in denial about a lot of things for a very long time. That's why tracking what I ate and understanding how many calories were actually in the food I was eating was such a critical piece to my weight loss. I was in denial about how much I weighed. I was in denial about how often I was indulging myself. And I was in denial about how much I was indulging myself with. I never thought of myself as a binge eater, not even at 300 pounds. And even though I, I ate in secret a lot, but I was still normalizing my behavior and telling myself that I was pretty normal, right? Lots of people have big fun dinners on Friday nights. It's normal to go out with your girlfriends midweek and, you know, take down two or three days worth of calories in a single meal. And I did that a lot. But one cheat day can wipe out an entire week's work. When you factor in the pop I would drink with my meal, I was easily taking down 6,000 calories. Well, a pound of fat is 3,500 calories. That's why you have a 500 calorie a day deficit to lose about a pound a week. Even if every single day of the week is perfect, if you have one day where you go over by 3,500 calories, 
the math says that you're not losing any weight that week. This is shitty, but it's also science. I don't like negative. I don't think it's helpful here. And the cheat day thing for me has super negative connotations. Even if cheating does sometimes feel good, there still is going to be guilt and shame involved most of the time. I really want to help you avoid things like negativity, guilt, and shame. I want to help build you up. More importantly, I want you to build yourself up, and that's not very easy to do when you're feeling guilty or shameful. You don't need to cheat. The only person you would be cheating on is yourself, and I really, really don't like the implications of that, and I don't think you should either. It's not a reward. When you get right down to it, it's actually kind of messed up. Rewarding yourself with food when food is your favorite way of self-medicating is a bad idea. Alcoholics in recovery don't reward themselves with shots and shanties on Fridays for staying sober all week. Nobody gets to mainline heroin on weekends because they stayed off the needle Monday through Friday. That's not how you heal a toxic relationship with a substance you put into your body. It's also not how you make the kind of lasting change that you're going to need to keep your weight off. Food can't be this kind of reward. It can't be the forbidden fruit. Don't tempt yourself with it and don't play games with yourself. Just keep making the small changes that are going to breed the confidence you'll need. Thinking of food as a treat is a close cousin to the whole cheat day thing. Avoiding treats is a very big deal for your mindset because the treats, they're flying right in the face of have whatever you want, just less of it. You need to start thinking of food in a more neutral way. That'll make working on the feelings behind your choices a whole lot easier. A cookie is a food the same way cauliflower is. Have whatever. Just don't call it a treat. Food is food. None of it is good or bad or a treat. Treats are for pets and children who behave themselves. Since you can have whatever you want, you don't need treats. You want to be thinking of food as fuel instead of as a reward mechanism for your psyche. In a perfect world, you could just flip a switch and that would happen, but that just is not the way that it works, though. We love treats. When we know one's coming, we light up like skyscrapers. It's exciting. You feel happy. There's all kinds of stuff going on in your brain to make you feel good and to make you want to keep that feeling coming. You love treats themselves as much as you love the feeling of treating yourself. But when you're chasing that feeling so often that you're treating yourself all the time, it can be a real problem. What do you call it when you're having treats all the time? I mean, if a treat is something special, how can it still be special if you're doing it every day or twice a day? The foods you choose are one thing, but the feeling of treating yourself is a very powerful motivator. And when you're used to getting that feeling by eating, it's pretty dangerous ground. I had to make myself stop thinking of food as a treat, like ever. I completely stopped using that language. I eat because I want it and because it's what I'm choosing to do. And I never call it a treat. I always say I'm eating what I want. And that's a very powerful mindset tool. Start trying to stop thinking of food as a treat. Keep telling yourself, I can eat whatever I want, just less of it, over and over again. Food is not a treat. Find another way to find that feeling, to treat yourself. The sooner you stop thinking of food as a treat and get rid of your cheat days and change your language to reflect that, the better off you're going to be and the easier losing weight is going to be for you. I don't have food-related treats and I don't have cheat days. I eat whatever I want, just less of it. Keep trying, keep tracking, don't be intimidated and don't give up. You've totally got this. 
Thank you for listening to Disrupting Obesity with Charlotte Skeynes. If you know it's time to take back control, lose the weight and keep it off, reach out to me privately with a direct message on Instagram that says ready so you can start disrupting obesity.